to The Megan Walrod Show. I'm your host, and I am delighted to bring to you season two, Brave Women, Brave Living. You are in for some juicy, inspiring conversations. So dive in, enjoy, then afterwards, come on and continue the conversations in our private Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for tuning in. Now, let's go already. Hello, welcome to the show. I'm Megan Walrod, your host. And today is a bit of what I'm calling a solo quickie. So instead of a rich conversation with a guest, you get me and I'm inviting you into a conversation with me a bit behind the scenes to explore this theme of how do we become an invitation to that which we desire. And so the context for this conversation, as it's relevant in my life, is that as I'm recording this, it's a Wednesday and I'm packing up and getting ready to go to Seattle for a conference where I'm going to have a chance to meet with other writers, other literary agents, publishers. And this is all part of what I'm calling a find my agent mission. In case you don't know, I completed my novel in late January and the mission possible has begun of doing outreach, outreach to agents and seeing which agent will want to champion my novel to publishers so that I can get it out there in a big way and ultimately into your hands and as many hands as possible because this book has a message to share and I believe that it can be a contribution to many. So this is the journey that I'm on right now. And as I was packing, I was reflecting on how I was remembering the book from childhood called, Are You My Mother? I thought it was a Dr. Seuss book, but it was actually written by the author's P.D. Eastman. And if you're not familiar with the book, if you know the book, you probably are seeing images of the illustrations flash through your mind right now. It's a great story about a mother bird who's sitting on her egg and she's getting hungry and she thinks she has some time before the egg hatches. So she flies off in search of food. But while she's gone, the egg hatches and the baby bird emerges wondering Where's her mother? And so she embarks on this adventure, meeting all these different animals who are not her mother. She even encounters a big machine, a crane, and is asking everyone, are you my mother? Are you my mother? And now, depending on the lens through which you're viewing this story, you may see this little bird as just really curious and on a grand adventure, or really anxious and scared in search of her mother, wondering if she'll ever show up. So this morning while packing, I was reflecting on how grateful I'm feeling that I don't feel like this anxious little bird flying to this conference, preparing to go up to all these agents saying, are you my agent? Are you my agent? Will I find my agent? Will I attend the correct panels and, and make the proper impression and meet the right people? And will I find my agent? Like you can perceive the energy in that, right? Like, of course it's dramatized and yet 
you can probably perceive the clench and the anxiety and that inner perfectionist who wants to get it right and thinks that this is something to get right, to find an agent and avoid getting it wrong. And like, how much of an invitation would I be to my potential agents, agent, if I were to approach this conference and any conversation from that energy? I mean, imagine you may know this inside yourself, whether it's you're at a networking event wondering, are you my client? Are you my client? Are you my client? Or on a dating app or at a speed dating event, are you my partner? Are you my soulmate? Are you my pleasure playmate? Are you going to be the one that I'm going to share a happily ever after with? Like, oh my God, right? Like there's so much pressure. And there's also this energy of fear and almost even like this clench of lack and scarcity of if you're not them, will I ever find them? If you don't say yes to being my client, will anyone ever say yes? If you're not my mother, will my mother ever show up? And how will I survive if you're not my mother? And if she doesn't show up, you know, so it's like, whoo, if you go into this beneath the surface and do a little deeper dive into this, there's a lot to excavate. There's a lot of layers to see where all these different things arise of the fear, the anxiety, the lack, the not enough, the got to get it right. Oh, so if you want to play with this yourself, some home play could be some journaling around where might these themes be showing up for you? Is it showing up around money, around relationships, around your own creative process and looking for allies with the next step that you're engaged in and exploring it, not from judgment yet rather from curiosity. And if you notice there's judgment there, cool. Don't judge the judgment. Don't pile more poo on top of yourself in the process. Instead, just be like, wow, I notice I'm really judging myself that I showed up that way at that networking event or at that date or at that conference or whatever it is in that conversation or whatever it is. Invitation to bring some curiosity to it. Notice and explore it a little bit and look at, okay, that's how I showed up there. How would I like to show up? So as I tune into this conference that I'm getting ready to head into, how would I like to show up and how am I already, the space I'm already in right now that I'm really feeling grateful for is that I feel really open and really curious. And I've been cultivating a deeper sense of trust and surrender in my world and practicing it in little big ways, like showing up to a new hairstylist the other day and being like, you know, 
I am ready for something different, but I don't have a clear vision for what it is. So can we talk through some things like things that I like, things that I don't like, hear your ideas and create something and play and know that we can't fuck it up. And she was like, absolutely. And she approached my hair as like a piece of art and had fun and played. And I now have bangs and shorter hair and I freaking love it. And what I love most about it is that it's now a daily reminder of how I trusted and surrendered and co-created something with someone who was new to me. And it turned out pretty freaking awesome. And that has me reflecting on how with my book, I trusted and surrendered to the writing process. This book wanted to be written. This book was knocking on my door, showing up presenting itself to me. My job was to be receptive and available to receiving it as well as my job was also to show up to the page and write it and allow it to flow through me onto the page. And my job also Once the full story downloaded through me, which was like, I can't remember if it was 144,000 words or 155,000 words in its biggest, grandest delivery of it all, something in that range. My job then was to get support and be in action to find an editor who showed up on my path right before I required an editor My job was to be willing to invest in her services and support, trust and surrender in her skill, trust and surrender in knowing what I knew was true for the book and to work together over the course of the year and show up to the editing process, which is a very different process than the creative process of just letting things unload onto the page and not be editing along the way. My job was to show up roll up my sleeves and do the work to get a finished novel, which is now this awesome 75,000 word novel that's so ready to be in your hands. And so all along the way, there was this journey what allowed me to receive what I desired, which was this completed novel, which I can feel as I even say this, these tears in my heart and my throat of joy and gratitude For this co-creation, what it required of me was to show up and be receptive. So it's this dynamic receptivity, this active receptivity. I didn't just meditate and hope that the book would download itself to me and then hope that it would translate onto the page. It required action and support and collaboration. So just as I was texting with a friend this morning who was encouraging me he knew that I was headed to the conference today and he was encouraging me to be the confident, creative woman that I am. And I was like, you know, thank you. And just like I co-created with the universe and the big magic of my book to bring it forth. I know in every cell of my being, I get to continue to be in this creative, big magic collaboration with the universe knowing that my job is to show up. 
I invested in this conference. When my editor told me about it, I checked it out. I asked questions about it. I got that it would create more for my life, for my future, for my novel. I invested in it. I came, became a member of the Association of Writers and Writers Programs. I signed up for the conference. I got an Airbnb, you know, all the things. I took time off of client work and projects. And I'm going to be heading up there to Seattle today. And I'm showing up. I'm going to show up to the the different sessions and the panels that call to me. I'm going to be willing to be brave and reach out and connect with different agents and introduce myself to them and shake their hands and invite in a conversation and be willing to ask, would it be okay if I took a moment to just share with you about my book to see who you might know who might be interested in this? I'm not going to assume that they're my agent. I'm not going to go into it with like, are you my agent? Are you my agent? Are you my agent? I'm going to go into it with an adventurous spirit and a brave spirit and a willingness to be active and receptive and be shown and be guided which talks to go to, which people to reach out to, when to move towards someone, when to walk away, and when to trust my own inner compass to guide me in this, to allow my book to guide me in this. So that instead of saying, are you my agent? From that anxious space, I may be in the, huh, I wonder if you might be my agent and or know somebody who might be my agent. So I'm opening to receiving I'm opening to being available to meeting my agent at this event, just like we might go to a networking event or a dating event or fill in the blank kind of event or app or activity and be open to receiving that which we're asking for without an agenda, without an assumption. My my criteria for success for this conference isn't I will find my agent at this event. I mean, if I were to go into it with that expectation, holy cow, the pressure, the expectations, it almost puts on this layer of performance, which can evoke performance anxiety. Instead, my criteria of success are I'm showing up. So in so many ways, I've already won. And it's also all the things I said, a willingness to be brave, a willingness to show up, a willingness to engage, a willingness to be guided, a willingness to have fun, view this as an adventure and see what unfolds and be willing. I consider myself an introvert and this is a very extroverted kind of event. I may find after a few hours, I'm ready to go withdraw from all the activity to one of their quiet rooms or meditation rooms, which they have set up, which I'm super grateful for. And just hang out with myself for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, or go outside and go for a walk instead of feeling like, oh my God, I'm not maxing out my experience here by meeting as many people as I can. It's not about quantity. It's about quality. And if I'm not present with myself, if I'm not available for myself, how can I be available to receiving true 
intimacy, true contact, true engagement with another person. So that's also really important to me, staying connected with myself, checking in with myself. Do I need a pause? Do I require a break? Just like with dating or with networking or with your client generating activities, you know, it's like, I was dating for a while and this last month, last few weeks, I've taken a pause to reset, to recalibrate with what is it that I'm actually really looking for now and next and allowing myself to become more of the woman who can ask for that, who is clear on what I'm asking for and who can show up to that and who can receive that. And so I'm excited about this drive to Seattle. I love mini road trips. It's a little less than a three hour trip because while I am driving, I get to be in this active receptive exploration of who is the woman? Who is the future me? Who is the leader of my life? Who has an agent? Who is the me that has a publishing contract? Who is the me that is so thrilled and honored and delighted to know that my book is out there in the world, translated in multiple languages, in your hands, receiving notes and messages from my readers saying how much they appreciate the message and the story and my heroine of the journey and how much they see themselves in her story. And as quantum physicists talk about, it's when we can tap into that fulfillment of that desire, that request, that dream, that vision and be that and be in that elevated emotion, whether it's gratitude or joy of that reality being now, not in some future place disconnected from who we are right now, but in this moment and being the energy, the space, the consciousness of that reality now. And so I'm going to play with that even more while making sure I'm driving safe and paying attention to the road. And so I'm also inspired to share that some of the conversations I've had with my amazing guests so far in this series, we've, where we've talked about this a bit more, Dr. Saida in the episode on being love was talking about this, like experiencing the fulfillment of your desire, energetically, emotionally tapping into that to see, is that even a desire you actually have when you follow it out in your imagination, in the energetics of it being fulfilled? Corey Michelle in the episode being risk attracted talks about quantum leaps and future self and being that in the now to see which timeline do I want to jump to now and next. And so there are some great conversations, these conversations, I'm bringing them to you with the intention that they contribute to you in your journey of creating your life, authoring your life living a life that lights you up. And so that's my intention that they be a resource for you. Same as with this solo quickie today. So last thing for now, 
as I prepare to head off and head on this adventure is to invite you into this conversation with yourself of what is it that you are deeply desiring? Have you been asking for it? Have you been willing to acknowledge this desire? That's also something that I talked about with Saida in a follow-up to our episode that was in a Facebook Live in our Brave Women, Brave Living private Facebook group. You can find it facebook.com forward slash Brave Women, Brave Living if you're not already a member and you can check that out. And we are talking about allowing ourselves to have that deeper desire. And at the time of that conversation, it was actually Valentine's Day. I was in this really crunchy state of realizing it was time to recalibrate and realizing there was a deeper desire that I had, that it had not felt like time yet to choose. And yet that conversation that day sparked for me a willingness to curl up with my desire and recognize that it didn't mean I needed to start taking action with it today, that day. In fact, I could just be with that desire. And I actually just had a conversation with a guest. The episode will come out after this one. It's with Shana James. And she was sharing a story about desire and how her partner had been sharing desires with her and some wisdom that the partner shared about just because I'm sharing these desires doesn't mean we need to turn it into a reality right now. And so invitation to you, to tap in, tune into what is it that you really desire? What would it be like to acknowledge that? And if you're not even sure what that is, maybe you know what that is in one area of your life or not in others, like journal about it, explore, get curious, follow the breadcrumbs, hang out with the desire of what you do know, recognize you don't have to be in action right away, like curl up with the desire for a while, like a lover. And see what it's like. Just get curious, spend time with it. And then begin to be in the, what would it be like to have this now? Like I was talking about, like, who am I as the woman who is a published author with my novel out in the world now? Like inhabit that reality, that future reality as though it is now. And turn up the volume with your gratitude, your joy. Woo, this is my reality right now. This is you becoming an invitation to that which you desire. And then playing with this dynamic, active receptivity. What is it like to trust and surrender and be willing to be available to receiving that which you desire? Where might you play and practice with trusting and surrendering in the small ways as you move through your day? Maybe you'll go see a new hairstylist and say, I surrender, do something with my hair, give me bangs. Or maybe you won't do that. Maybe there's other ways that you can practice that. I feel like it's a muscle that we're getting to practice of letting go. If you resonate with being like a control freak, you know, it's like a practice. So engaging in that as a practice, trusting, surrendering, opening, receiving, being available This can also show up on the page in journaling, being available to the guidance that wants to come through, asking a question of your novel, of your book, of your creation, of your 
higher self, your future self. Ask them a question, making yourself, allowing yourself to be available to receiving the wisdom that comes through onto the page. Journaling is a great way to be in these conversations with your spiritual guides and allies and the consciousness of your creations. And then be willing to be in action. Show up, show up for yourself. Allow yourself in your desire to be a priority. Be a priority and take action. If it's a book you desire to write, show up to the page and write it. If it's an agent you desire to find, be willing to do the outreach, ask the questions, who knows agents, show up to the conferences like I'm doing starting today. You know, if it's partnership that you desire, what are the actions that you can be taking to invite the possibility of that to show up to your life? Like, for example, I have this new eight-week program, Brave Living, that I just started to share with my community the other day. And the vision for it, the awareness of this as a reality, as something that I am being guided to offer and create as a container for women, a support for women, is so strong. It's a calling. I'm inviting women into it. My job is to share it. Be the leader, be the woman who is offering this, share this invitation with women, work through whatever white water of doubt and fear arise in me around, what if nobody signs up? What if I get judged for it? All the things that arise when we share an invitation with the world, my job is to work through that, not let that stop me. Be brave, be open and be receptive and available be willing to have the conversations with women one-on-one -on -one and with groups. And so it's that dynamic process of active receptivity. It's a very integrated yin and yang in conversation together that invites us to be the invitation to receiving and creating that which we desire. So wherever this is in your life, the dating, the business, with money, with your own creations and creative process. Explore this. Journal th through this. What are the actions you're being invited to take? Your job is to show up and surrender to how it shows up. So maybe you're dating and the people who are showing up are different than what you thought, than who you thought might show up as potential partners. Yet, is it different? Because it's just completely like not what you're really asking for. Or is it just so very different? You never considered it could show up that way. And if you were to slow down, open up, pause, and listen to how the energy of what's showing up is matching the energy of your ask, your request, letting go of the surface of what it looks like and tap into the energy. See how the universe might surprise you and what shows up might surprise you 
in helping you have all that it is that you're asking for. It just looks a whole lot different than what you thought it might look like. So there was one other element of the journaling and this process of being in action with being the invitation to that, which you desire is also to explore what support do you require and desire to have that, what you're asking for, to have it show up, to be able to receive it. Is it coaching support? Is it support with working through the limiting beliefs or the old narrative stories that you have about yourself of, I can't do that. I can't have that or whatever that story might be. Is it really like tangible, practical support, like an editor, like I got with my novel? Is it support with like mentors and coaches who can guide me with like, what is the process of getting published? What are the things I need to know about with querying agents, with you know, receiving an invitation from an agent with deciding between if I get invitations from different agents, how to choose, you know, there's so many different ways support can look. There's support of the conference that I'm going to. There's the support of my editor. There's the support of this Facebook group I'm involved in where I'm getting a lot of input on how to navigate the agent publishing, becoming a published author journey. In this way, with fiction, I've become a published author with nonfiction, yet this is a whole new world. With dating, I'm getting support from a coach who's, you know, an expert in the area of relationships and dating. So it's like being willing to receive support and not feeling like I need to figure it out on my own is making all the difference. And again, it strengthens our capacity to receive, receive support receive the gifts that others have to contribute to us. And that is part of us being the invitation to receive what it is we're asking for. So have fun with this in your journaling, have fun with this in your life. If you'd like to continue this conversation with other women, with me, come on over and be part of the conversation in our Brave Women, Brave Living Facebook group. If having support in this journey with yourself of prioritizing yourself, prioritizing your dreams and desires, and really deepening your capacity to become the woman who has this and to receive what it is you desire in your life, and you're curious about my Brave Living program, there's a link to the show in the show notes. There's a link to the invitation in the show notes. So you can check that out. And no matter what invitation to prioritize yourself, prioritize your desires and play with the themes I've talked about today and see what's possible for you now with being and becoming an invitation to all that you desire. And what would it be like to have that as your life now? Enjoy exploring that. Thank you so much for listening. And until the next time, be brave, be you, and have so much fun, including you, in your life. Mwah.
And that's a wrap. Or is it? If you're like me and you want to continue these conversations, come on over and join the free Brave Women, Brave Living Facebook group where we're having conversations that cultivate courage. And before you go, I have a request and a reminder. If you'd be willing to share this episode with the women in your world, subscribe and leave a five-star review. That will help me reach more women with this message of brave living. I have a sense they'll thank you and I thank you too. Now for the reminder, brave living is not about being fearless. It's about noticing the fear, summoning your courage and doing the thing anyway. You're amazing. Thank you for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you in the Facebook group on the next episode. And until then, be brave, be wild, and have so much fun being the magic that is you. Mwah!